Adventures of Life podcast, where we research life so you don't have to. Episode 94, this is your host, Sean Tudor. And this is Sam. How was your weekend, Sam? Lonely. Damn. No, it was a little fun. That's good. Um, It was lonely, but that's okay. Uh, Me and Mimi watched Twitch on Friday night. Okay. We hung out Saturday morning. I went and got lunch with my mother at the olympic flame and got to see riley mm. and then i went to chippewa beer fest mm-hmm. uh got a little little tipsy per use yeah it was great it was good um ran into craig and shelly not surprised per use yep um they said the same thing they were like beer drinking event not surprised to see you here per use thanks guys they were upset you weren't there though i will tell you yeah i would have been but i was busy yeah you were gone and then Saturday night, me and Mimi watched Twitch, fell asleep on the couch. When you sent me a snap and that thing said, this person stole your name, Toots, <laughs> that was on Twitch, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. I thought it was a fucking gambling machine. No. Nope. That's why I thought you were out. I was like, oh, she must be out uh, playing slots or something. No, nope. no. Nope. You're watching Twitch. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Makes sense. Um, it's because I don't have friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, to play t- Twitch games with them. Mm-hmm. Well, I shouldn't say Twitch games, but um, games like they do. So, like, they were playing Jackbox last night. You mm-hmm. would actually, I think, enjoy playing Jackbox. We've done it. We've done different things with Sam and Kristen. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know what you're talking about. Um, so yeah, I was watching them play that, and then today I was productive and not productive. It was good. That's good. Yeah, yeah. I got to sit around and finish watching. The Twitch games that I fell asleep watching yesterday. Mm. And I meal prepped and cleaned and all a whole bunch of stuff before you came home. Nice. Yeah. How was your weekend? Man, I had the I had one of the best weekends. Yeah, we should uh take some notes and we can have it as our podcast next week. One of the best goddamn weekends of my life. Have you ever cleaned your glasses glasses and then everything just looks like it's an H D? Yes. One hundred percent. But yes. Uh I'm kind of upset I didn't go now, but I mean, I had fun without you, so. I'm going to tell you, I had one of the best weekends of my life. And it wasn't even with me. Dude, it it wasn't even, like, to have fun. It really makes me realize how much I just love work in that realm. And now you can't be upset by my family being just so proud of you for joining a golf league. Dude. Dude. I'm just, I'm telling you, boys trip's fun. Golfing boys trip is fun. Dude, I don't know if it's as fun as the weekend I just had. I just, I'm just, I'm a different, I'm a different human. Yeah, you are. You really are. Um, so what's happening right now is we put Mimi's toy on the coffee table. So if you're watching the video, she's just been staring the whole time at this and she, she definitely was just like no dad yeah no. not having it no but anyways so what i did this weekend ryan and i went to logan rankin's event in appleton uh we did the vip so saturday we we went to his course his seminar for the day um learned about really operating and repositioning apartments and multifamily um what do you mean by repositioning 
uh, repositioning, kind of like what we do with burrs. So oh, okay, got it. buying something in distress and repositioning it in a way that um, increases value. Increases value, and he gave us so many. So like how I usually do it, right? Allows me to get my equity out, right? Mm -hmm. And it allows me to get like a certain amount of cash flow, and then I go into my next deal. The shit he does, and he even brings it another step further, right? So getting equity out, increasing the value of a property by increasing rents and like the quality. Mm -hmm. So then his net worth goes up substantially, right? And so he's not just focused on like getting, he's not focused on like doing the least for a little bit of rent. Do you follow what I'm saying? One, so one of his examples was, like, he does cash on cash return. Okay, go ahead. How in-depth are you going right now? I'm going way too in-depth. Uh, anyhow, you asked me what repositioning is. This is your fault, not mine. Yeah, all you needed to say was you, like, you, just defining, like, you are oh, making it. into, like, a better position. Anyhow, you. dude was a fucking G. We'll discuss it next week. He's guys. so smart. And we, uh, Ryan and I just spent the whole weekend oogling over this man's intelligence and what he is able to do scaling-wise. Incredible. Good. We'll talk about it next week. Sounds good. Sean, um, what are we talking about today? We're talking about positivity. There we go. Five minutes in, we finally got there. Almost six minutes in. Andy Fursell on his podcast two weeks ago had a 45-minute intro. So. Love it. Whatever. Um... Yeah, positivity. So we tried to do this last week. My computer was not having it. It is doing much better now. Um, as you guys do know, since we posted one on Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we started a positivity podcast. We're just going to restart it now. We're going to restart it. Hell yeah. Just go from here. Sean, why? What brought this topic up? So I was, um, and God damn it, it just got reinforced this weekend. But um, so went to Green Bay. Two weekends ago for Corey's bachelor party. Had a splendid, wonderful time. Um, There's like 17 dudes there for his party or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just noticed probably like 11, it was like maybe at 11 p.m. And I was just like, damn, every dude in here is positive. Mm -hmm. Everybody was just having a good time. They're being positive. They were their authentic selves. Some people are a little kooky and weird, me being one of them most likely. Um, And just everyone out having a good time, you know, Mm -hmm. and positive. No Debbie Downers in the group. No one was complaining about anything. Um, I think I complained once because um, I, I wanted food and then I ordered food. I feel like that's different kind of complaining. Yeah. Right? Like when it's something that is a uh, human. I was just like, man, been drinking for a long time. I could use some grub. And then I ordered a pizza. So, yeah. You got to do that, though. Come here. So, um, let's see. What else? Uh, so, that is what that is what stemmed my thought on this. And I said, hey, Corey, man, how's it going? What's up? Why are all your friends so positive? And he's just like, oh, yeah, man, I hate negative people. And so I only hang out with the positive ones, hence why everybody here is positive and cool. And I said, holy shit, that's genius. Yeah. So yeah, he, like, purposefully did not invite people because they were Debbie Downers. I and, love that. Dude, that's, 
Love it. I would say that is probably like the best trait of a person. Yeah. Is that. Good job, Corey. You're awesome. And Corey is our number one fan. Yeah, of course. You have to you have to mention that every time you mention his name. I'm his number one fan. Sure. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, Sean and I have talked about positivity quite a bit in the past, but it's just one of those things that you kind of just need to be reminded of it all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something that like I've been working on, and Sean's always been Mister Positivity over there. All right, guys, check it out. You ever hear the open door policy at work? Like for an HR? Yep. Like so you should be able to go in and talk about anything that you want? Correct. And not get in trouble? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Awful. Worst policy you could have. Because it just allows people to complain and not actually figure out the problems. 100%. So they did a study... I'm reading No Ego right now by C.Y. Wakeman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and um, We'll just throw mine out there, too. I'm reading uh, 12 and a Half by Gary Vayner- Vaynerchuk. Gary, just Gary V. Everybody knows him by Gary V. Cool. If you don't know Gary V, type in Gary V. Um, so, anyways, they did this study about open door policy and why it wasn't effective. And what they came up with is... The typical amount of time, Sam, do you remember what I told you? How much time a day is the average employee spending on drama? Oh, drama. I thought you were going to go with electronics. Drama, drama. Two hours? Two and a half hours a day the average employee spends on drama. That's a lot of wasted time. Yeah. This, the HR person that did that noticed they spent, it was like three to four hours every single day spent on employee complaints mm-hmm. when they had an open door policy. Three to four hours? Three to four hours a day when they had an open door policy. Okay. Bigger company, obviously. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but um, just put that into perspective, right? When you are at work, are you complaining? Do you and your group of people complain at work and if you're complaining at work is it in the sum of two and a half hours now would that time be spent productively in a different way that would make you like your work more probably i would want to think so so the the whole open door policy thing right what they changed it to, what this company did, or the study, however the fuck they decided, was you pretty much have to have an appointment mm-hmm. to come in and meet with someone. Okay. So if you're in HR, you have to set up an appointment to go meet with the HR. Mm-hmm. When you're in meeting with the HR, part of the rule, like the rule to go talk to somebody, if you give a complaint, you have to give... Uh, your idea of a solution. Ooh. Right? So you come to me with a complaint. Sean, this is what's going on. I'm going to say, all right, now how could we make this situation great? So then you have to give me the solutions, your ideas on how we can make this situation you're complaining about great. And then there's other like probing questions you can ask. Like, oh, 
how, how do you think we should solve this? How, what would you implement to fix this issue, right? And the time spent went down drastically. Mm -hmm. But how this works and how this goes is these negative things have to be nipped in the butt by management at every step of the way. Mm -hmm. And you have to build that culture of no negativity because it's just wasted time. Yeah. Because it's two and a half hours of unproductivity right. a day per employee. Right, because that like that makes sense then why like a lot of foreign countries have um, thirty two hour work weeks. Because you have to think if you're in the hour if you're in the office two less hours, you know you don't have those two hours to be complaining and having issues or drama. If people know this, right? If if like people are aware. But I mean, they do say like in. Like those countries that only work thirty two hours or six hours a day, that's thirty two hours a week, right? Yeah. Um those work those workplaces are way more productive than places that have forty hour work weeks. Right. That's I mean, that's usually mm. what happens. Mm-hmm. Um That's crazy. Yeah, no, it's wild. I love it. Um May it's such a it's such a great point. Dude, if you think about anywhere you've ever worked, all there is is fucking complaining. And yeah. negative people. And it's just a drag. Makes you not like your workplace. Makes you despise the environment. And then you become part of the issue. And then you're not making any progress at work. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's toxic. It's not good. Yeah. So, yeah. Pretty much um, the, the main solutions, everybody has to be notified of it and made aware of it. There has to be new policies put into place. Mm-hmm. You got to set up meetings and stuff. Everybody needs to be held accountable. If people aren't willing to do all those things and that's still happening, then you got to start cutting your fat. You have to just start getting rid of people. Yet you're complaining still. That means you're wasting two hours of com- You're stealing. You're mm-hmm. stealing two and a half hours of company time a day. And now you're making the person next to you also steal two and a half hours of company time a day. You're stealing five hours of time a day from us. You're fired. Damn. Yeah. It's amazing. I, I absolutely love it. That is cool. Positivity, baby. Positivity. Yeah. What do you got for me, babe? F- feed me. Um, going back on your... Uh, I'm going to go back. So the one thing like I love about the kind of the time we're in right now is the fact that it is way more acceptable to like be who you want to be. Authentic. Yeah. Okay. Um, right, because it's not like... Not everyone's trying to fit this, like, perfect mold anymore. Like, it's been way... Like, obviously, like, there's still things that are going to be fucking weird. Right. Furries just... like Furries walk, are weird. Furries are weird. Furries Unless are weird. if there's, like, a furry convention. Dude, no. No. Did you see that article online? About what? <laughs> it fucking... Somehow furries got brought up at the bachelor party, whatever. I'm not even kidding you. A couple days later, I see an article... At a furry party, a brother knocked up a sister at a furry party. Like, biological. Anyways. Furry parties are fucked up. Um, right, but so there's a time and place for that. Sure. Anyways. That's Maybe in, like, Illinois. No, not Illinois. Kansas. Mississippi. There you go. Mississippi. Mm-hmm. That's where it's going on. Um, but... Like, it's so, it's so okay to, like, dress how you want to dress now. Um, 
There's a guy with a pride flag kilt on yesterday at Beer Fest. Just rocking it. Right. Do you, man? Yeah. And like, no one bats an eye. Like, it's so, it's so much more accepted nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were talking about that at work because nobody realizes how nerdy I am. You are. Until they like start talking to me. So besides the fact that like it's very obvious, I'm very into Legos at work. Right. Um, But I was telling them about a Twitch streamer who I've heard his voice for years now, but I've never like watched his stream or see like what he looks like. Mm -hmm. And I, it popped on one day because there's no one else streaming. And I was like, oh, like I should just watch him because I hear him all the time. He looks exactly like Adam. Mm-hmm. exactly but his voice is completely different mm-hmm. from adam's so it freaked me out that i couldn't watch it but mm-hmm. i had to show brooke this and brooke was also amazed by how similar he looked like adam. Mm-hmm. um but yeah her and kayla were both just like i just love how nerdy you are and you're just you just don't know until you start talking to you yeah dude you're a nerd yeah i am um but yeah it, i mean it's like such an accepted thing Right. Yeah, embracing stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I enjoy work. Yeah, Sean's just a workhorse, just and that's just how it. he is. Just kind of, imbr- I gotta embrace it more. He literally, he he says, right? He says he wants to have more freedom, more time to do things outside with Mimi and I. I feel like if he has too much of that, he's gonna just be like, "I need to work. I need to work more." <clears throat> I um. I say that I want to work like 40 hours a week. I feel it. Yeah, you said 40. Yep. You start off with 40. Okay. I would love to see a week where I don't have like a vacation or a trip or something. I'd love to see what it's like to only do stuff for 40 hours. Like cut it off at 40 hours. I'd like to see what that week looks like. Let's do it. I don't know. If I, I'm scared to do it. Let's do it. What do I do? Like I just, what happens when I hit 40 hours and I got more to do? Gotta wait till the final week. Gotta fucking wait, dude. That's just asinine to me. That's what, <laughs> just that's what asinine. Most, that's what most people do. You just, just keep working through the weekend into the next week. No. You know what I'm saying? That's what like this past. Fucking week, blows my mind. This past week, like I had stuff I needed to get, have done by Saturday or yeah. before Saturday. Um. So then I did Friday, and like you asked me to leave or to like not go in Thursday at mm-hmm. all to work on your shit, and I was just like, I have shit I need to do at work. Mm-hmm. And like. Because I had that 40 hours, and that's all I have. I mean, I can go over if I wanted. But, I mean, I only worked 38 hours, I think, last week. Mm-hmm. 38, I, that's still pretty good yeah. for taking six hours off in the morning. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, you have to think, like, anything that I work on at work, like, when I leave, I'm done. It's done. Dude, it just blows my mind, right? I just, I, I just, I don't know. It's crazy to me. Just, you can just keep working. So, Gary V. His first, because uh, it's like emotional, about emotional ingredients. His first one is gratitude. And Sean and I have talked about how every night we uh, tell each other what we're grateful for that day. We've been kind of slacking lately, especially with Sean being gone. Um, but we try to at least come up with things that we're grateful for that day. And it makes you just like think of the small things really. Because every day, I mean, we can say we're grateful for each other. We're grateful for Mimi. Whatnot. 
But then we think of like the small things of just like, oh, I'm so like grateful I meal prepped this morning. Or like, I'm so grateful I, I didn't, you know, get a quick trip sandwich. I decided to eat my food instead. Right. Like it makes you think of the little things because the more like little bits of positivity you add into your mind, it, it grows. Right. And, ne- and negativity definitely grows way faster than positivity. It's an exponential growth difference. Yeah. Yep. But so, yes, his first one's gratitude. I do gratitudes every morning, though. Oh, yeah, in your journal you do? Or- mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. Um, oh, my gosh. I would help if I, like, actually paid attention to what I was doing right now. Right. So, this is what, like, really made Sean and I think the other day. Was because he starts off... Oh, like, this part's cool. Yeah, he starts off by ranking yourself compared to everyone on Earth. So put your number from one to seven point seven billion, and like where you think you rank in success, in overall success and happiness. So I think I like was just like, I don't know, I'll go with like two point two billion. Sure. So then he goes on right to say. 785 million people globally lack basic drinking water. 785 million people. So you can already drop that down to we're only at 7 billion. Yep. Okay, go ahead. Um, the next one is 820 million people were mal or undernourished in 2018. All right, so we can drop that shit down to 6 billion. Mm-hmm. Okay. It doesn't say like how if many they're of those. they're the same. Oh, right. I see what you're saying. Wow, they're probably the same. But still. Um... According to the Global Slavery Index, 40.3 million people were in modern-day slavery in 2016. So those people don't have an option to quit their job, right? Right. Uh, ooh, do you have high-speed internet at your home? About 3 billion people aren't even on the internet. Um, there's only 21 million Americans. Wait, 21 million Americans lack broadband access. Dude, honestly, they might be happier than us. Oh, yeah, for sure they are. So what he say basically, like your success or your what? Success and happiness. Yeah, dude. Um, uh, those three mil are probably fucking happier than us. Yeah. 21 mil? Oh, 21 million Americans lack Yeah, but three action. million in the world. Or three, three billion. billion yeah. That's three oh, billion. Yeah. They're, they're happier than us. Except probably a billion of them are undernourished or don't have clean drinking water. So maybe two billion. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what was the craziest one? Did I skip it on accident? Um, 10% of the world's population and even 2 million Americans don't have access to safe drinking water. Okay. That one's crazy. Um, the toilet one. Oh, that one's cool. Yeah, it was, oh, um, around 60% of the world's people, so 4.5 billion of them, don't have a toilet that properly manages human waste. So you're already better than 60% of the population if you have a functioning toilet. Wow. That's insane. We got a couple of them, you know? Yeah. Shit. Literal. Literal. Yeah. So that's how he starts off his gratitude is just right. thinking about really where you are compared to other people. Right. Um, and he talked about like his life. So he was born in Shit. Belarus. Oh, okay. I have no idea. Uh, in the former Soviet Union in Belarus. Yeah. Um. 
so there was one particular event that happened with 16 people that um, allowed Jews to leave the Soviet Union easier. Okay. Because um, before they weren't letting Jews leave the Soviet Union. Like it was very like heavily restricted and you had to like jump through a whole bunch of sh- hoops to do that. And these actually wanted more Jews there? Uh, I'm guessing so. I'm, I'm guessing they probably put them in slavery or something. Huh, weird. Maybe the Jews worked harder. They liked them. Maybe. Didn't want the Jews to leave because of their work ethic. Yeah. Um, but because of um, these 16 people. Uh, so in 1970, 16 Russians plotted to hijack a small plane. The crew pretended they were going to a wedding, but secretly planned to fly the plane to Sweden to escape the Soviet Union. Their eventual goal was to arrive in Israel, but the plan didn't work out, and the participants got arrested and thrown in jail for treason. However, the event drew global attention to the human rights issues in the Soviet Union during the Cold War. The media in the United States covered the hijacking plot, and it changed the political landscape. Due to the increased attention and pressure, the Soviet Union loosened its regulations and eventually let more Jews leave. Wow. So if those 16 people wouldn't have done that, right? he wouldn't have been able to leave. That's wild. Mm-hmm. So he's a Jew? Uh, yeah. Cool. Um, so he, um, so he like, you does, he does like believe in luck too. Oh, luck's, luck plays a massive role. Yeah. Yeah. Luck, everything's luck. Um, so yeah, he like says being able to escape the Soviet Union at such a young age was very lucky. Yeah, for sure. Mm, That's uh, dope. Yeah. But it really just puts in perspective, like, let's, like, no matter what, like, most of the people in the U.S., I'm sure they're probably like, oh my God, my life is so shitty, blah, 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 blah. You're probably better off than three quarters of the people in the world. Oh, for sure. Absolutely, you are. 100%. Absolutely. And if, it, if it's just those, like, small little things that you, like, remind yourself, mm-hmm. it goes such a far way yeah dude that's why i loved love loved going to asia oh my god dude you go to asia you go to mexico jesus christ go to mexico dude oh my god we're living good Mm -hmm. we're living really freaking i couldn't even imagine going to like the middle east dude we are living good Mm -hmm. it's good to see that shit dude people living in huts and shit come on Mm -hmm. we're fucking killing it here i honestly even think our homeless are better off than a lot of people in the world yeah yeah i mean especially in cali dude cali's homeless gets a fucking like 1100 bucks a month to live they're not even actually homeless they can have a home they offer it for free but they're like nah dude we're gonna stay out here and do fentanyl Mm -hmm. which is cool right positivity there definitely yeah uh but yeah i like definitely going to other places kind of opens your eyes of like I would say they're happy. Like, so many of those people there, though, were so much more happier in Asia. They are. Because they don't have it's the stresses, simple. Mm-hmm. the simpler living. They're not driven by all these materialistic things. They're not on Instagram and Twitter and social media. So they're not seeing all the, like, the statuses of people. And they're not, like, lifestyle creep and all that stuff's not happening to them. Mm-hmm. They're not worried about keeping up with, uh, what is it called? The Joneses? Keeping up with the Joneses? They're talking about the Kardashians? No, it's like an actual saying. Like you're trying to uh, keep yeah. up with your next door neighbors. Like yeah, I think it's the Joneses. Keeping up with the Joneses or whatever. Um, yeah, I, I think 
social media has really ruined a lot of people because now people care a lot about what others think of them. Oh, Jesus, so much. Because uh, that's why you guys are posting on Facebook and Instagram is because you want to see how many people like it. And that, like, the people liking it gives you... Uh, Snapchatting people. Yeah. Uh, like, gives you gratification. Yep, looking for, looking for gratification. Yeah. Dude. Those Actually. things. And then seeing all, oh my gosh, all the depressing things that you see on, like, Facebook news feeds of, oh, this is happening and this is happening. It's You never see any of the positive stories. No. It's always like, oh, this person got shot and killed. Oh, this person got in a car accident. The world is full of negative people just, mm. just feeding. And let me tell you, when you can find some positive people, it is phenomenal. Mm. So, yeah, like going to Green Bay, spending the weekend with those positive guys. This past weekend in Appleton, it was a, it was a 100 people in a room. Every fucking person positive in that joint out of 100 people. Every single one of them's doing something with their life. They're trying to get better. Mm-hmm. Just phenomenal groups of people to be around. Right. I mean, uh, that's why they're like... That's why they're there. Yeah. They're there to grow and learn. And if you want to do those things, then you have to have a positive outlook on life. Dude, the more I realize this, right? The more I realize like people say money corrupts people. Complete opposite Mm -hmm. it might corrupt 10 percent okay maybe even less than that maybe less than that the other 90 to 95 percent of people that start making money are like grateful and they're nice and they want to progress in life and they want you to progress in life Mm -hmm. they want you to do better you want them to do better phenomenal and it's the people that are like oh Money makes you ba- makes you a bad person, right? All those people are the negative Debbie Downers that don't fucking know anything, mm-hmm. you know? And they're like, oh, good for you, must be nice. Good for you, must be nice, right? Those people, they're the fucking negative ones with the poor attitudes. Those are the type of people who would get corrupted with money. Oh, yeah. They couldn't handle the money. Or if they actually got some money and, and put forth some effort... Right, like put some for some good effort in life and shook up the box a little bit, right? Do things a little different than the norm, different than what your parents are telling you, your aunts, your uncles, your family, your friends. Do something a little different than them, right? Mm-hmm. Go out there, do a little more. You're gonna change as a person and you're not gonna get corrupt. You're gonna get like more positive and be like, Holy shit, dude, these people are negative. Mm-hmm. I want to hang out with these people who are making a little more money, who are positive, who are like, hey, man, keep up the good work, you know? It's, that's just, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, two things. Okay. The people who are on Facebook commenting on everything are the negative Nancys of the world, for sure. Oh, dude, they don't have a life. Those guys are sitting at home, their parents' basements, depressed. You Like I said last uh, Friday. Mm-hmm. They're cuckolds, right? Their girlfriends kick them in the nuts and stuff. Um, they they don't respect them, you know. They they run the household, things like that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, those are the people like because they can hide behind a computer screen. They yeah. feel like they can. They feel empowered and they can say mm-hmm. whatever they want. And nothing's gonna happen to them. Yeah. Um. So those are the real negative people of the world. So that's kind of why you shouldn't really spend too much time on social media. Those are the people that get killed in World War Three fast. Yeah. Okay, Secondly, um, I've also I've always found it interesting how because we've heard this a couple times at Mastermind of people being afraid of losing their employees. 
because their employees want to go start their own businesses. Yeah. Um, and I feel like if you're a good owner and manager, right, like you would be like happy for them as long as like they went about it in the right way and like told you 100 percent. like you should want to help them achieve and like do better for themselves like yes obviously it's gonna suck for your business when they leave right but like if you like you should make sure you have those conversations with your employees and help them along the way because then you know right like you'll know when it's coming so you can prepare for when it's coming and it's not going to be surprising when they just like leave and they're just like, oh, I want to go start my own, peace out. I, th- I I agree 100%. I think if you, like your employees, like knowing they're go-getters and they come up and they want to go do their own thing and, and they help set you up so you can replace them, they mm-hmm. give you enough time, they help you out, then you help them out, phenomenal, mm-hmm. absolutely. When an employee... Like it just says they can do a better job, and, and yeah, just say better job leaves doesn't help you out, is shady behind your back, all that stuff. Yeah, those people can be dirtbags. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's a big difference. That's, Don't be happy for them, right? Yeah, that's going about it in a negative way. That's negativity, hundred percent. And that's something that instead of just bringing in that negativity, go to your employer, tell them there's an issue, and give them a solution to fix it. A hundred percent. I love it. I love it. Right? Solutions, baby. Solutions. Yeah. I mean, there's positive and negative ways to go about everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and trust me, one of them's going to make you feel better about how you went about it. And the other's going to make you feel worse. Yeah, absolutely. It's just how it is. Right. But yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like I definitely feel like you should be proud of your employees if they feel like you put them in a good place that they can go do their own thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. I mean, be happy for them. Go do their own thing. Or um, hopefully they're employees that want to be entrepreneurs and grow and help you get bigger and you can help them get bigger and everybody wins. Everybody makes more money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. We should, uh, just, I mean, we should always just try to get people to better themselves and do better for themselves and don't be like upset that someone is trying to do better for themselves right right like, you should be proud of them absolutely you should people people doing things shaking it up mm-hmm. be happy for them mm-hmm. yeah so yeah i also love i love seeing the people like people will be arrogant you know there's there's a level of arrogance some people will have um because they're like doing stuff um mm-hmm. and a lot of other people will see that as negative which it can be a little annoying mm-hmm. and those people should maybe be a little more respectful mm-hmm. but people will blatantly like talk bad about them they will not do stuff with like in in similar spaces as those people right and things like that um and i'm over here like dude what if what if we just were like, hey, he's doing his thing. If he's arrogant, that could potentially lose him clients, whatever. Like, let him do his own thing. Good for him. He's getting after it, right? Like, mm-hmm. you do you, man, and then you do you. Don't don't let like what they're doing affect you. Affect you. Um, and just be like, oh, that's that's his personality, whatever. I'm gonna be in my lane. I'm gonna be positive. Maybe I'm gonna like do this with with my customers or whatever it is, or do this with the people in my friend group, and um, not let like their 
their maybe arrogance or whatever bring you down yeah. like they don't affect you mm-hmm. it, you know if you're providing a better service or whatever it may be yeah. um you don't have to worry about them and you know yeah a lot of people let that stuff bother them a lot yeah i have it in times right um I'll talk like I'll talk with people about people like that, and it's just like, yeah, dude, like that's that's their personality, that's how they want to be, and um, it's not affecting me, right? At yeah. the end of the day, right? If someone's arrogant, how does that affect you at all? It don't affect you. No, I mean, if you, I mean, yeah, you can probably get annoyed by them, but is it affecting you personally? No. Well, if that's the case, then you know, maybe just don't like maybe don't hang out with them yeah and maybe not have them in your friend group does that mean you can't like attend similar things no you can just maybe not hang out and talk to them mm-hmm. or better yet maybe hang out and talk to them and find out that's just their personality and they're actually pretty pretty decent person yeah that could happen too and that's just kind of they just have a, a really upbeat arrogant personality maybe yeah i don't know i love that shit dude i love just thinking of like you think of that stuff yeah. right I also thought of another thing. Okay. Um, you can tell if someone's going to be a positive or negative person who has money by if they're taking that money and investing it back into their business or themselves versus if they don't. Right? So, <sighs> Dude, that does play a pretty big role. Right. So, Because we know some people that have money mm-hmm. do not invest it into themselves or growing at all. Mm-hmm. And from what we know... Or like what we've seen, like they're not the greatest people. Right. They're super nice. Like I look, like they're great as people. Mm-hmm. But like as business owners, like how much are they reinvesting to grow the company and and themselves and themselves and better everything? Right, a hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean you, you, that's something you got to look at, right? How many people are they helping and like continuing to help, right? Because just giving someone a job doesn't mean you're like helping them necessarily, right? Um. But yeah, how does it like keep going and how are they continuing to improve the company, the environment, the people, the culture, mm-hmm. whatever it is. But, okay, on that, you got to be positive in the workplace. You don't need to be talking shit about them. If you if that's an issue, maybe bring it up to them. Hey, I've noticed this. Um, could, could we... Uh, could we improve it sometime doing this or this? Yeah, here, here's a couple ideas I've had and I think that helped the culture a little bit better, things like that too. Yeah tire into the beginning of how this combo started yeah exactly love it we live in the dream yeah we are i think it's time for dinner oh you got anything else no i mean it's just the the whole fact of like if you're in a negative space right like you can very easily just slowly work at changing it to a more positive space Mm -hmm. and like if you're gonna be negative the uh, if you don't try to like help solve it, you're just going to always be negative, right? Like, so yes. if you don't tell anyone, no one's going to know that there's an issue. Right. So. People but, unconsciously get into that role. Right. Of and bitching. S- right. And so make sure like, if you're going to bitch about it, you have a solution for it. Ooh, they call it BMW in this book. Ooh, what's that mean? Bitching, moaning, whining. Oh, nice. People get in their BMWs. Yeah. Uh-huh. At I work. Like yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, you have to. No one's going to know there's an issue if you don't tell anyone. Right. But if you want to bring up that issue, you have to make sure you have a solution. Yeah. Yep. And if they don't change anything or don't take your opinion into consideration, then maybe that's not the most positive workspace for you to be in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can tell you right now, there is a lot of jobs out there right now. So go get one of them. Go get a different one. Love it. Love it. Do you love it? I love it. I love it. 
what else you got is that it just slowly chip away at your negativity really Mm -hmm. work at being a better more positive person it's easy to be negative it's very easy to be negative it's hard to be positive but it's something you can you can work at Mm -hmm. uh i mean you can even ask sean how it took a long time for me to get out of my negative rut from like four years ago fuck yeah Mm -hmm. but it was i mean it was a lot of like self reflection and like i just constantly had to be like just remind myself of like all the little things i needed to be like thankful for and happy for and guess what it works we still have to keep working on today oh yeah yeah still working on it today how like how much better am i now compared to what i was way better right way better Mm. but guess what we can get better and as soon as you stop trying to like be more positive (laughs) you're instantly right back down to the negative hole yep it's a thing you got to do every single day. Yep. It's just a muscle to practice. You can either improve yourself by 1% a day or go back by 3%. Yep. That's how it works. Correct. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Check us out on tutorsoflife.com where I barely ever blog because I suck at that. I even put it in your calendar I know. This week. I know. And uh, thanks for tuning in. See ya. Bye.